Welcome to Pull the Pin Already War Room. I'm your host, Jim, and with me, as usual, and on time, is Mike. We also have joining us Paul and Ryan. Awesome. You guys know how this works, right? <laughs> Mike sends me a bunch of headlines, and I post them. Now, we don't know where they're coming from or whether they're true or not, but they are official headlines, and we get to talk about them. So, we ready? Do we get like a go Oh, yeah, team? let's go. Uh, you didn't realize you just said, as usual, Mike's on time. I did say that? Yeah. Whoa, Mike. Jersey, as usual, is Mike would, on time. I wouldn't would make a joke, but I'm not going to. That was a made up. That was a made up headline Mike gave me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get this. Let's get it over with, man. We ready? We're diving right in here. Biden admin begins implementing Trump's ban on surprise medical bills. (laughs) Okay. I was gonna say, Paul. Paul, what do you what do you think about that? This is my surprise face. (laughs) It's like Trump's an idiot, but I'm just gonna keep implementing his plans. (laughs) I I really don't know what's up with this guy because I don't even think he chooses his own underwear, let alone like legislation. I'm gonna put the okay. I'll let Ryan. Ryan, you go ahead, man. No, I mean I'm right on board with Paul. There. I mean, yeah, it's it's like you know. You rather talk uh, about the worst his underwear? Thing, the worst thing in the world. We got to get rid of him. Let's put his plan in place. Yeah. True. It's True. like he sucks so bad, but he had such great ideas. But we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna admit to him. No, no, no. not during that time. We're gonna change yeah. the title and say it's ours. Yeah. <laughs> But couldn't you say that uh, the majority of the uh, presidents do that? Like, I'll criticize Paul, you know, while we're both running against each other. But then could it be that once you get it? Well, no, no. Y'all going to kill me if I say that. Never mind. Here's what, I, here's what I was going to say. Here's what I was going to say. Could it be that he doesn't know or they don't know until they get into the uh, office? But he's been in politics for so long, he knows. That's why I said, nah. President. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I had to stop it, man. I had to stop it. So. You know, but to go along with that, though, I would say, no, most presidents don't do that. If I'm not mistaken, Trump came in and tried to get rid of Obamacare. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no, not really. Not they really. It's just a certain, a certain portion of it, right? They got it rid of the mandate, which essentially yeah. neuters Obamacare. Yeah. He was just nope. smart about it. Now I will agree you did make a good you did make a really good a valid point, Mike. Is until you're sitting in the seat with the plate full of shit in front of you, <laughs> you really don't realize how much shit is in front of you. Right. Right. So it's very easy to criticize when you're not actually out there doing the job. So I will give you props for that. But I will also my initial thought is exactly what Ryan had said. <clears throat> like Trump came in there like a bulldog and was like, Oh, most of these Obama policies are bullshit. We're gonna get rid of a bunch of them. So, but I, I also think that my Senate, my the cynic in me thinks that that's one of the reasons they didn't like Trump was because kind of prior to that, everybody kind of fed on the same narrative of what they were doing. And he came in and was like, no, that's stupid. 
and they went, whoa, whoa, hey, we're getting enriched by the, the bullshit we had over there. Like, stop doing that. So I think that's a lot of the flack that he got. It's more than Orange Man bad, right? Mm-hmm. This, right. Was, this was pushed from the media. The yeah, but normally the push from, from the media, that, that really came from one side, though, the left. You think? No, yeah, but, I mean, he started catching a lot of flack from people on the right as well. You know what I mean? Oh. So to me, that supports what you guys are saying and something that Jim has been saying on multiple episodes. So that's why I never even try to combat that. There's a lot well, of could we, could we even say that they objected to any of Trump's policies? It was always just labeled racist or – so they never really objected to his policies. They just said he said mean tweets and he's orange man bad. Well, I and I mean, if you object a couple, I mean, uh, Trump Trump was against having uh, kids caged in the on the border, and Biden put them right back in there. Sure, and and the wall, obviously, they were against the wall, but we remember Democrats were for the wall years ago, or yeah. the border control. You know, so I mean, all we got to do is look at one example. We have a vice president that called the president racist, and then said, "Yes, I'll be your vice president." There's nothing more I need to say. It's just that right. simple. This wall is so terrible, and turn around and go, "Hey, don't come here." <laughs> the border's closed. Like, what happened to we welcome everybody with open arms? No one does that. Not well, at least from south of the border. It sounds good when you're yeah. running a campaign. Yeah, and that was my point. You know, it's like uh, people say that Trump rallied a certain base. You could say that uh, Biden did as well. With uh, with uh, like Ryan just alluded to, with the hey, everything he did or said is like, oh, he's racist, he's racist. They just attach that to whatever he said or whatever he was trying to do to rally that base. And I can say for both of them, it worked. It really did. It's sad, but it worked. Great argument against democracy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just talked about more about the wall than the surprise medical bills. I just want you guys to know. <laughs> so it's like no surprise there. Then it just went into the wall comment. Because uh, so, we all know about that. Right, but I was going to ask, what was a surprise medical bill? I have no idea. It's your headline. Okay, so what, what that is, is you go to a place... And you get medical care, and then all of a sudden you get, hey, here's a hundred thousand dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Well, right. So he was so, trying, he was attempting to connect the consumer, i.e., the patient, with the provider, i.e., the doctor. Yeah. So that was an attempt to say, hey, middleman that comes in here, admin and insurance companies, you can't do that kind of crap. You have to, you can't say, hey, we're going to take care of you. People go okay and then you go here's a bill for three hundred thousand dollars yeah i mean that is the one place you go and buy something that you have no idea what it costs i don't go buy a car and say hey i paid 500 grand for this car you know but with medical i sure as hell do i have no idea well that's my question is is it every is it all a surprise i've never walked through a hospital and looked at a menu so it's all a surprise every bill is a surprise (laughs) And, and that's one of the huge disconnects that we have in our insurance industry that we use in the medical profession hmo act in 1974 is a lot of that but that's the disconnect is the is the consumer has no clue what the cost of of their services are Mm -hmm. it's like going in and going hey i want a steak 
and you have no clue what the steak costs. And they go, oh, well, here's three grand for the steak. And you're like, that's ridiculous. And you're like, you already ate it. Mm. Yeah. And so that was an attempt to alleviate that is you have to be upfront with what the costs of your procedures are. It was an attempt to expose how screwed up our the HMO Act is essentially embedded the insurance company and Obamacare did the same thing into that patient provider relationship. That's what makes it so ridiculously expensive. Mm. One, one up. There's several factors, but that's one of the main. Mm-hmm. All right. So are we saying that uh, we need to have a menu when you go to the hospital? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what your insurance plan is, right? Don't they say, well, these procedures, you pay this, but, but that's all complicated crap you got to figure and out. you don't know like, that going into Yeah, it. you don't know how much it costs, though. Right. Because even if they have it up on the board saying, hey, this operation or this procedure is going to cost you $15,000. Now, if you have Cigna, it will only cost you $150. If you have, this, you know, or well, something like that. You know, let me tell because, you. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, because if if someone came in with a gunshot wound and then they said, hey, we're going to perform this. I don't think there's any time for them to say, hey, this is how much it's going to cost you. You understand with that life threatening stuff. Now, you're just going to get a routine checkup and they say, hey, we just found this. You have to go see a specialist. Now they should be able to tell you how much it's going to cost. But I guess that's why they say you should have insurance because it will alleviate any, uh, how can I say, stress from having to pay such a high bill. I mean, to that point, though, you know, even you can't plan for the unplanned, right? So, yeah, this surgery is going to cost you 100 grand. Well, you know, I, I, you know, something happened while you were in the surgery, you know, whether, you know, you started to code out. I had to resuscitate you. That's another 30 grand. Can't really do anything in the middle of that to bring that charge bro, you know. Just happens. Oh no, that's part of that's part of the uh long documents that you have yes. to read gotcha. before the operation, <laughs> right? Well, before the procedure. Do you, know, do you know what's interesting to me though is you just gotta say the magic words of I don't have insurance and that bill just drops drastically. Have you ever seen that? No. I personally No 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 I, I I have. I have, um, but it's only for um, emergent care though. Yeah. No, I've had hospital bills where I was like, no, I don't have insurance, and they'll just cut off whatever they can to get something. So they'll cut your bills down so they get something. So I never saw that. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, I've, it's, is it's it definitely happened. Yeah, but is it so they get something, or is it so they can take care of you and in turn get something? But well, yeah, maybe yeah, the priority is the taking service. care of you. Right, it's yeah. after the service. After you go to the hospital – and you tell them, look, it's not covered. I don't have insurance, whatever. Okay, the bill changes. They send you the uninsured price. Right. Which is different. Right. That is crazy. And, and that's weird, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it I goes to show way you. They- off, way off topic, but, but think about boob jobs. Only Paul. Procedure. Only Paul. Right? Well, I'm thinking about them. Hold on, hold on. Go to elective corrective eye surgery if you want to. It's the same no, thing. I'm just joking with you, brother. Right? So elective surgeries and boob jobs. I like boobs, so I'm going to talk about boobs. I like it. <laughs> right? So like a boob job. Like, do you go to your doctor and go, like, hey, I want a boob job. Here's my insurance. They go, like, your insurance doesn't cover that. Right. So you go, okay, how much is a boob job going to cost? And they're like, well, I can give you a really nice set of full C's. We'll do it this way. It'll be silicone. It's going to cost you X. What do most people do? I'm going to go talk to the dude down the street. 
Right. And he goes, well, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and it's going to cost you why. And then you as a consumer make the choice on who and where you're going to spend your money. But when you have insurance, you're completely removed from that. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and we really skew it. Think about if we did medical insurance like we did car insurance. Yeah. Right? Like Ryan had said, you, you, so- you, you plan for the unplanned or the unexpected. That's what medical insurance should be. I get into an automobile accident. Am I going to have to have these huge bills because I have to have these massive surgeries on there or not? That's what it's there for. But could you imagine now if my auto insurance covered me getting new windshield wipers, getting oil changes, getting my tires rotated? How much would your insurance be? Mm -hmm. That's where it becomes skewed. And again, through the HMO Act of 74, really skewed a lot of that. Hey, if you have 25 employers, employees, you now have to offer them an insurance policy. Well, that's great for the insurance companies. That's horrible for the consumer. Well, just because they All offer right. it doesn't mean you have to take it. That's correct. Absolutely. 100%. Right. So how is it bad for the consumer? Because what are your other options? Because now they've skewed the system so much that, oh, okay, I'm going to get paid. X amount. And when where they look at what you're getting paid for procedures, etc., the baseline comes from the Medicare Medicaid Act of 64. You can't cover less than the price that we set. It's a it's a oh okay. Okay. No, I was thinking I was going someplace else with that. Okay. So so why do me as a provider, what is my stimulation to charge you less than my competitor when we're getting the same amount at a very bare minimum? Oh, we're going to have to ban you from War Rooms. Um, we're 14 no, minutes no, no. in. We haven't got past the first headline. <laughs> I know, right? But no, I think it's a good point because I've always felt, see if you agree with this, guys. I've always felt that an insurance company, if they insure, insure you, excuse me, they should just insure you. It's sort of like being a soldier. Your insurance, is no matter what happens to you, they're going to pay for it. I mean, you know what I mean? But again, imagine how expensive that is. I want an oil yeah. change on my car, and I want you to pay for it. Well, no, I get it. I get it. But then everyone has to do that. Now, insurance company Paul is going to be the same, is going to offer Jim the same as insurance company Mike. Jim so knows Mike, that that's middle only... is, every middleman is going to get their chunk. And, and that's so only going to work if, if I never use my insurance. If I'm just paying and never use mine, everybody would get the same insurance and everybody, like Paul said, got an oil change because they always need oil changes, then that would be a horrible business for the insurance companies. Insurance is just hedging your bet on both sides. Right, right, right. Anyway, I'm sorry to get... I think it's more, for me, I think it's more of you're paying for something just in case you need it. And that's the way that it used to be in the United States is you had... You had accident insurance. Yeah. Right? So if you had catastrophic illness or injury. Yes. Like all of a sudden I come down with fucking cancer that pays for it. Yeah. Not, I need to go get my fucking shots. I got a fuck. I got the sniffles. <laughs> Working in an ER. I can't tell you how many people I've had in, in an army ER. I can't tell you how many people have come and driven 30 miles to get free Tylenol for their kid who has a fever. Wow. Wouldn't it have been way easier to drive a mile up the street and spend $3 for a bottle of pediatric Motrin? Oh, yeah. 
Some people can't afford that three dollars, Paul. But they could afford but the gas, the, the thirty dollars in gas on their Escalade there and back. Well, so you're saying all these people that you're referring to had an Escalade? <laughs> I mean, it's I point you know, though. I mean, Prius, you're yeah. still spending more in fuel and electricity than you are in Motrin. I don't know. I have to see that. I have to test that one out. I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, I mean, maybe maybe my years of doing that is anecdotal experience, and it happens nowhere else <laughs> in an institutionalized medical system. That could possibly happen, but I'm not real hopeful that, that that's really the case. Okay. Hey, and I'm not going to lie. The last two comments I made, Paul, was just to irritate the hell out of Jim. Next one, Jim. <laughs> Let me see if I have any more headlines. Um, <laughs> I might have went through them all accidentally. I don't know. <laughs> all right. We'll go to the next one because this is a good one. U.S. economy adds 850,000 jobs in June. Unemployment rate takes higher to 5.9%. 850,000 jobs. But the, Somebody right there. Five point. I don't understand that. Well, no, I do understand that. No, I mean they I added see jobs, that, yeah. but nobody took them. Yeah, there you go. There you okay. go. You know, it's, I think it's. I saw something on social media today, and it made me think of one of the previous episodes about how some states are going away from the uh, federal uh, uh, unemployment stimulus. Let's call it right. Mm -hmm. So I and it said. Hey, $3,600 stimulus check coming soon. Four, they said the fourth one or whatever, right? And I was like, oh. So now when you read that headline, I'm not surprised. So That's people are holding off. out, maybe hoping that another stimulus is coming or they're going to uh, reenact this, you know, the states are going to go back to this <laughs> federal assistance program that they had. I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? I, I tell you what, if another damn stimulus check comes, I'm gonna lose my every little money. <laughs> I haven't got my taxes back from 2019, but they can give everybody in damn America a stimulus check. Wow, I know other people that are like that too. I got 2019 to 2020 taxes back, but they sure send everybody a check, just not my taxes. Oh God, they're stupid. Wow. The stimulus is killing us. The stimulus is. Oh, man, the, the the inflation, the inflation, the unemployment. I mean, it's. You know, I had the conversation with a wife just a little, you know, a little bit ago, actually, about, you know, these very things, you know, and how it's like killing the American the infrastructure. Just everything about America is being killed right now because of and they want to blame it on COVID. We can't handle one pandemic without freaking losing this country. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Don't, hold back. Don't hold well, back. I'm pissed off, man. It's irritating because I, I guess these freebies are killing me, man. It's stupid. It's stupid. I just want to. Ryan, I just want to make one comment before I tell you what I was going to say. Yeah. Your head is perfectly framed in that picture. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I want to know about the 850,000 number. Is that people going back to work now that the businesses are open? No. They just said they added 850,000 job, jobs. That's right, it. Right. Added them after they closed them down. Yeah. That's the way yeah. I take it. Yeah. 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 So that's not a huge that's not a huge success if you just open businesses after COVID and said, Oh, look at all the milk. I even heard Saki state on TV today instead of circling back, she gave some one million jobs created or something. And I don't know if that's created no, or success. if that's COVID. 
I think it is a success. Hmm. Yeah, that there's no more COVID and people can go back to work. Sure. Yeah, that's it. Dude. That's, well, okay, hold up. Hold I mean, up. Rewind, rewind. People take those jobs. Right. Rewind. Now, we're talking politically, right? Because that's, that's how they like to spin this. Well, politically, yes, that, that's a win for them because they get to yeah. use that as Thank a you. Right. right. In reality, no, everybody needs to know that those jobs weren't created. They were just empty because the government caused them to exactly. be empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now uh, businesses can go back to 100% workforce. So now those jobs get added back when they were taken away before. I think that depends on where you live, whether you can get back to 100%. Well, yeah, yeah, that too, that too. Well, let's say Texas, for instance. You know, the governor's like, no, nah, let's go back. Let's mm-hmm. go back to the way it was. I'm all for it, personally. Yeah, we've been back to work, man. Yeah. What do you think, Paul? So this reminds me something of the really last decent libertarian presidential candidate Harry Brown had once said in his book. He was like, the government will break your legs and then give you a pair of crutches and say, without me, you wouldn't be able to walk. Yeah. Right? So we, we destroy 10 million jobs by closing everything down, and then we open shit back up, and then 850,000 people go back to work. Even on Biden today, he tweeted this today. I don't know how it came across my feed. Because I'm not on that, but I was like, oh, he was like, yeah, look at our economic plan is, is a success. So <laughs> you take 10,000 people out of the workforce and you allow them go to back to work and 850,000 go back to work. And you're like, see, it's a success. No, you just got out of the fucking way. Mm-hmm. And then two, you're no longer paying people more to stay at home and sit on their ass at the detriment of the actual working stiff that's out there, and you say, you can't sit on your ass anymore, people go like, well, shit, hunger sucks. I guess I got to go back to my job. Mm. So that's all bullshit. Until you add like 15 million people back into the work. Notice the second part of your headline. Unemployment rate ticks higher. How do you add jobs and an unemployment goes up? How does this work? I agree. They they added 850,000 jobs and lost 2 million. Right. That's exactly Mm -hmm. the point. And it's been more than 2 million because you have the small businesses (laughs) have gotten their asses hammered. You said the small businesses? Mm -hmm. Is that what you said, Paul? Yeah, small businesses. Those are the ones that directly got hammered. Do you think Amazon got hurt by coronavirus? No. Or do you think Lee Fung Chu's? Uh, you know, uh, uh dry cleaning shop got yeah. hammered. Yeah. The bar yep. up the street got hammered. The restaurant up the street got hammered. Right. I, I think that's something that Jim talked about. Yeah. Jim talked about that stuff. He said, like, the Walmarts and the Amazons, they'll survive or they're surviving. I, um, the little mom and pop shops, those are the ones that are hurting. Correct. Well, and if we look good? at the numbers. You know I'm giving you kudos, Jim. Just you don't have to say nothing. No, I'm saying we're going to transition to the next one. Oh God! <laughs> because you're speaking about this one. Oh, one okay. percent hold a record amount of wealth due to pandemic. Oh yeah. So that's exactly what you're talking about. Oh, God, yeah. All those Amazon, Walmart guys—they just made more money than they've ever had in the history of this country. 
Yep, that's exactly right. And that's exactly what you're talking about, Mike. That's yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. That's, that's, that's part of those big businesses, you know? And yep. the mom, but if you look at the mom and pop shops, yeah. you know, no, they don't, they didn't make it through. So that to me tells me that we've lost the mom and pop shops that we call them. We lost more of that than gained in the Amazons and the Walmarts because they were always there. Their employees were always there. It's not like you saw more Walmarts being built. So they had a thousand employees, let's say. They stuck with a thousand, maybe added like a uh, hundred, one hundred, right? But those mom and pop shops, we probably lost, let's say, like Ryan was alluding to earlier, uh, 10,000. And they're not coming them. back. They closed them. They can't do business. Right, right. So again, is, it, is the pan is the pandemic is the COVID virus itself responsible for that, or is the mandate from the state responsible for that? Oh, do we talk about this in another uh, episode, Jim? No, it's the mandate from the state. Yeah. So again, we're we're picking winners and losers based upon the state. Now, I will, as much people hate Amazon, I will say. There is a reason that they did thrive, and that's just a changing economy on the way that the market works. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it's way easier for me to sit at home, even in the long run, and just order that shit online and it gets delivered to my house than me get up and go have to deal with the people of Walmart to get my shit. I got to admit, a lot of the crap I find on Amazon makes me think of the shit I bought when I was in Afghanistan, though. It's that same cheesy, crappy shit that shit. Hey, 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 thumbs hey, up, hey, up. hey, hey. We don't have to discuss that. That was good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, still, I still got my Rolex, baby. I still got don't, it. Ryan, don't get Mike excited about sex dolls. We've already been through that. <laughs> All right. So we'll go to the next one on that one. <laughs> Biden admin responds to rising inflation concerns by bragging that the price of July 4th food has gone down by 16 cents. <laughs> Gas price went up. Uh, don't say anything, Ryan. Paul, don't say anything. <laughs> Would you guys join me in vetoing this headline and just say go to the next one? <laughs> it's like, it's old. So- All right, let's go. Japan warns of Pearl Harbor style attack from China and Russia. What? Yeah, I believe that. I believe it. Absolutely believe it. Absolutely well, believe it. Are they it. talking about on them or us? I don't know where I, I man. I worry about both those two countries. Oh, no, just... t- well, it depends. We will have to read the article and see see where who are they warning? Are they warning their own government slash uh, citizens, or are they warning Americans? I right. just well, don't see Well, the first thing it. is, who committed the act at Pearl Harbor? All <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, so, who are they warning about? What? Like, what is? The... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. Nah, I don't see that happening. I don't know, man. I, I, I know right now with China releasing this pandemic, Russia attacking our infrastructure every left turn. I mean, they are really, either way you look at it, they're, they're hurting us big time. I mean, it's it's gotten stupid. I mean, just because America's become so damn dependent on, on the government in that aspect that we can't live without certain aspects of it. And, and that's where they're attacking. They're, they're, they're hurting us bad, you know, hitting the meat, hitting the fuel, hitting all this crap. I see it. I mean, I can see it. It may not be in your face like you know Pearl Harbor was but it's still being attacked I think it's I think mm. it's almost hurt us worse 
Oh, so a modern day Pearl Harbor would be an advanced cyber attack. That's where I was going with that. Okay. What do you think, Paul? If you read China's 50-year plan, they don't want to fire a shot against us. They're going to defeat us economically. So unless they like have a surprise sex doll that crashes (laughs) our economy or something, I don't I don't think that that's a very good analogy. And I do find it ironic that that comes from the Japanese. Yeah. Uh, and, And so you you looked at the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor and Yamamoto's design was, okay, we're gonna have to fight the United States. And we are an island nation, so let's go ahead and try and cripple their navy and then hope it overwhelms their industrial power at that point, and then we'll just be left alone. I think China would – they're, they're much smarter than that, I think. And that's what I think gives a whole – again, I'm a cynic. So that's what gives – to me, it gives me – and from the very get-go of COVID – like what is what is the intent? I mean, who qui bono? Like who benefits here from from all of this? Is if this is intentional? But if you think that your economy is stronger than the United States, and your economic rival is the United States, but you're kind of number two right now, then you would attack their economy. You wouldn't attack their military. So yeah, and the, maybe and the, cyber yeah. attacks. Uh, but I mean, I really think that there's, there's, we can sit down and t- discuss all day long that that's what COVID was, was this was an attack against our economy because they would figure we have people like Fauci, they're going to be like, just shut everything down. Mm-hmm. Actually, don't shut everything down and then shut everything down like or, or whatever. <laughs> don't read his emails. Just, yeah, but just read, uh, just wear a mask. Right. By the way, three. wear two. Three masks. Yeah. Three now. But no, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, what Paul was talking about. It kind of reminds me of uh, uh, when I read about uh, Saddam Hussein and why we went over there. It was stated that Saddam Hussein was trying to convince the entire UAE to charge countries in euros and not the dollar. It was a depegging of the USD from, exactly. from petrodollars. Right. So same thing with Gaddafi. Yeah. And if you really look at it, how Saddam and then Gaddafi is like, Ugh. and then how the central banks came in after, after I'm telling you, it's a lot of truth that to it. Sounds like a government conspiracy. We can't have that. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We trust Those the government things. now. Oh, you do? Yeah, we the media. Oh, okay. Next one. <laughs> okay, moving right along. In just two months, Taliban has doubled the number of Afghan districts under its control. No comment from me. You guys go ahead. Nope. Democracy. Jim? All right, we ready? <laughs> no comment, we'll Jim. The next one. <laughs> I don't know what else to add. You guys said it all. <laughs> well, do I, uh, all right. Can I, hey, can I put one more thing on there before we go go forward? Yep. I do think that today is a monumental day. Uh, the last American and NATO troops evacuated Bagram Air Force Base today. So 
what I want to know is the war over. Whoa. What war? Whoa. Is it war? war. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was a war. That's a situation, isn't it? This might be a war. Conflict. The Afghan (laughs) conflict. Is that over now? I mean, do we have like parties in like Times Square and shit? I mean, this is the longest war we've ever had in our life. Is where's the parties? No. Just because they've been removed from Bagram doesn't mean now when they say the the last of the remaining troops are going to come from uh, Afghanistan or leaving Afghanistan, then that that's when the parties start. I mean, how are you getting supported with in country without Bagram, Kandahar, or Kabul? They just said Bagram, not not uh, Kandahar. But you you and I were there when they like took Kandahar down to nothing. They said Bagram. They didn't say Kandahar or Mez. Fair, fair or... enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But what is the main hub in the country? Bagram. I don't know what he's trying to do reading into this, this article here. It's just a headline. If you want to <laughs> no, know, you got to read Bagram. the article. It is Bagram. It is Bagram. So, I, you know, I'm just playing playing with him right now, and he's he's going along with it. Afghan war's over, my friends. <laughs> no, it's not. And you know that. Well, you know what? I'll agree with that. The war is over. Now it's been reduced down to a, a conflict, kind of like a, a Category 5 down to a Category 3. Oh, so situation comes conflict. before that. Yeah. Situation below conflict. And then I, I what? Know. Inconvenience, and then <laughs> no, concern, they never right? use that word. Situation, oh. conflict, war, which we haven't had since forty-one. Exactly. Okay. All I'm right. Next no time. worries. Next Quentin one's Tarantino. just exciting. Quentin Tarantino tells off woke tards upset at his portrayal of Bruce Lee. I put this one in for Mike because Mike requested it. <laughs> so, you put this in for me. But earlier you said I. Sh- Thank you, Jim. <laughs> well, you know I was copying your notes, and I said, "Oh, he really wants this one." Plus, um, I like the word "woke tard." I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I can't comment on that um, because I know the movie he's referencing, but I didn't see it, and I haven't heard of anybody uh, talking about how he portrayed uh, Bruce Lee in that movie. I don't know. He used chopsticks and ate rice out of a bowl and wore a conical hat. I'm out of here. Dr. Seuss got it. I, I'm, I'm out of here. Well, Mike, you talked about, we talked about this on another episode about uh, Bruce actors Lee? doing, not Bruce Lee himself, but remember you were talking about uh, the Samurai Warrior guy? Oh, Tom Cruise? Yeah. No, 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 no. The one I was referencing was uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. One, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was gaming. Yeah, he was uh, the only white guy in the movie, European in the movie, saved all these, and no one else is American or whatever. (laughs) But he's the savior. So, yeah, the role he was playing that was equivalent to playing uh, what's that movie with Jet Li? Hero with Jet Li. He should have just played that role that Jet Li had. Mm -hmm. Matt Damon should have. That's what I was referring to. This right here. I think they they use some uh, what do they call that um, CGI cinematography uh, something like that. They use something like that with uh, Bruce Lee. It wasn't like an actor, right? No one else. I didn't see no it either. 
Oh, I damn. thought Jim Carrey played Bruce Lee. Say what? I thought Jim Carrey played Bruce Lee. And on that note, Quentin Tarantino, you never know what the hell he's gonna do, man. You, you ain't lying. I you hate his freaking movies. I hate his freaking movies. For real? Yeah, I can't stand oh. Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, no. I get him, but the movies are great, man. I hate the movies. Only I just like movie. woke tards. That's a cool word. I like that one. Like What's a woke woke tard? Like a libtard, I guess. I don't know. You know the woke folk. <laughs> But you can't say retard anymore. I'm, I'm told. Right. Yeah, they, they stopped that years. Well, they were against that retard, years retard, ago. Retard, 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 retard. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Okay, never mind. We'll move yeah, on to the next one then. Don't even get me started on car ignition. But go ahead. All right, the next one's good because it'll touch home. All sar- uh, soldiers must now serve as corporals before they can be promoted to sergeant. Yes. Get rid of the specialist. I say go back to the uh, specialist. What was it? Four, five, five, six. Yeah. Five, go six, back to yeah. that. You know? Hmm. But I, I you know, maybe that's a little extreme. Twice. Yeah. Hardest rank in the Army. Yep. I agree with him. Hardest rank, man, right I there. I, I, I agree that is the hardest uh, rank in the army, but I have one question for everyone. One question. Paul, why'd you wear it twice? <laughs> the first time it fell off. <laughs> I might have been laterally demoted for beating the shit out of a staff sergeant. That oh, God. Oh. All up in my one of my private shit for no reason in the talk. Wow. Hey, that's a uh, that's all right. I didn't lose any pay, so I was okay. The staff yeah. sergeant became a buck sergeant, so I felt kind of vindicated. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's good. Sergeant Major said he would have done the same thing. The problem he had was that I did it in front of the PFC. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, should excuse the PFC then did it. Um, but I agree with this. I agree with it. I think uh, Corporal, I, I, I love it. I love the idea. What about you, Jim? I was a Corporal, so I, I totally support it. Oh, that's why all the power went away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was. No, I agree. It was the hardest. It was, a, yeah. it was one of those moments where you felt like part of the team, but then you got all the crap, and you're like, wait, I, whoa, whoa, I'm not getting NCO pay. What are you doing? Right. It was, it was right. nice. I think there should be a limit, though. I don't think they should let, let people be corporals for a long, long time, because that would kind of be abused. But, I think once you get uh, become promotable, like an E4 promotable, mm-hmm. you should uh, get corporal. Right, That's but it should be like based on a year, like maybe a year of uh, probation time. And if you don't make it after that, you go back to specialist. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but what about those? Well, I don't know how it is now. Maybe you guys do, but those uh, MOSs where it's hard to get promoted. Then you don't get corporal. It's not hard to get promoted to E4. No, I'm talking about E5. You're already in E4. You're already in E4. No, it's hard to get promoted to E5. After that, you know, you don't want to be a corporal a long time. Right. I guess I, I can understand that. If you're I was a border guy. There weren't a lot of people. You need to move the fuck out anyway. You say if you're an 18 year corporal? Yeah, you need to move the fuck on out anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Or you need yeah. to get the off the command staff. Was, you were an NCO, so all the other NCOs would be like, hey, we're going and doing NCO DP. Like, you stay here and be in charge. Like, wait a minute, I'm an NCO. They're like, nah. <laughs> so you got all the shit responsibility of an NCO, but then you look at your buddies and they're like, shut the fuck up, man. I get the same pay on my OES as you do. What's up, oh. dick? You used to be one of us. So, like, you, you you don't belong on either side the way that it is right now. Right. You're like the Marine yeah. Corps, my opinion. You're a corporal. You're now a non-commissioned officer. I went to EFNB one time in uh, Savannah. I was a corporal, and I had an E4 down there from the battalion who had his ranger tab. And he wanted me to stand a parade rest for him. <laughs> I'm like, have you lost your fucking mind here? He's like, well, you're not really an NCO. No, 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 no. Seriously, like it is. Like, go, go look at the book. So that's a very hard rank to wear, I think. But, yeah, but that should prepare you to be any to be a sergeant. That should prepare you to be a staff sergeant because you've been in the pit and you've had to do the the really up close and personal shit. And if you think about it in an infantry organization, like you're the direct team leader. You are the closest thing to leading from the front as there is. Mm. Right? That's the time you where know, you got to put your time in the pit and learn leadership. I can tell you firsthand um, because when I was promoted to corporal, not only was I given corporal, I was given my team, which consisted of my buddy. <laughs> so you talk about, you know, like, hey, you were just like me before. Yeah. It kind of had me make me had to stop being goofing off and screwing up. And, you know, I had to start taking more responsibility, which then made my buddy look at me like, hey, well, we were just joking yesterday. And now all of a sudden you're you're all serious. And, you know, so I thought it was a really good learning experience. It was hard to do, um, but it, it woke my ass up a little bit. So I think it's a great idea. 100 percent. All right. You got anything else, Mike? Because we got our last one. That was the last one. No, we have one. Oh shit! Oh yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's not it bad. never is. It never is, Jim. No, no, this one's not bad. This one's not bad. Pinterest bans all ads promoting weight loss. Can't make fat people feel bad for being fat. I, guess. <laughs> I don't. Thanks, feel bad. Paul. Could we already used our mulligan, Mike? So, um. <laughs> What yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm just so overwhelmed by everybody's fucking feels is like the prime motivator shit. Sometimes I just went off this fucking planet. <laughs> I really wish Elon Musk a whole lot of success because either get my ass off the planet or get all these other fucktards off the planet, one or the other. Right. Woke tars, no, no longer folk tars. It's woke tars. Oh, sorry, woke tars. <laughs> woke. I can't even say tars, can I? <sighs> That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I would be okay with the uh, no fat shaming angle thing if they were promote health. You know, if they were say, don't pick on people for being fat, just encourage them to be healthy. Like if that was the angle, I get it, but it's not. They're trying to make fat being normal, except. And it's really not about the weight. You could be beautiful in any body you want. It's about your health. I mean, even look at COVID tied to overweight people. It's about your health. So why would you not promote losing weight? 
because it hurts my feelings. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to hurt people's feelings. And it's funny, we done had about six or seven topics here, and that's the one Jim, Jim comments on. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I just think, you know, for these companies like this band, they're banning ads. These people are paying you to be on your freaking site. I mean, how freaking special are you that you actually have enough money where you don't need the extra advertising? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's isn't that the way the, the, uh, the market is supposed to go? It's their website. They choose what they want to put up there. I have no problem with it. The market will reward, reward or punish them accordingly. Yep. Yeah. Let them do and it. Anyway, I was going to even say, like, what's Pinterest? Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say that. I was, you know, I don't think I've ever been on it personally. Uh, maybe Jim thought of this topic because. Jim, I just post Pinterest? what you send me, Mike. But I know Pinterest <laughs> is where people post all their ideas and creative talents to do things. Like if you want to, you know, reorganize your shed, they post all these things to re- reorganize your sheds. And yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I never seen oh, a okay. fat ad, so I, or a weight loss ad. I'm sorry, a fat ad. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen one. <laughs> I've never seen any ads on Pinterest because I don't go on Pinterest. Well, I, don't go on, I don't go on it often, but I mean, sometimes I want to reorganize my garage again, and I'm like, yeah, come no, on, you know, you know we all know you're making doilies in your spare time. Yeah, right. I don't even know what a doily is. <laughs> I just, for the record, He's I want picking- everybody to know that Jim said again when he said reorganize his garage. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't got it right yet. <laughs> I just want to know if if your HOA is pleased with you reorganizing your garage. <laughs> well, they're not pleased because half my garage is still in my trailer, which is illegally parked <laughs> in my driveway, which has gotten a couple warnings. But until they start finding me, then I'm going to have to just figure out how to get real. Why don't, don't you know. go take that to your buddy's house? Uh, it was not my buddy. It was my neighbor's friends, and then my buddy. Well, my buddy's house. I took it to last time, but I didn't trust it because uh, his wife went on a rage. So I wasn't really sure that was going to happen. Mm. So yeah, so I'm still back again fighting with the HOA, or at least hoping it goes away. Good luck. But <laughs> Pinterest might have an idea where to park my trailer. They might. Yeah. As long as they don't tell me how to lose weight. Correct. What if I want a creative way to lose weight? Well, yeah, you can post that. You just can't have an ad. Yeah, on Pinterest. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I could do a Pinterest board promoting ways how to lose weight. Yeah. Or promoting lists of ads that people can go check out because they're not getting ads. Anyways, this this topic has got way more conversation than I thought. Um, So why don't we go ahead and end it here. And uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, Once again, we had a good time. And uh, we'll end it here and move on with our lives because Pinterest is apparently not part of them. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for joining us. We had fun. Go to the website. Pull the pin already. If you're a veteran, get on. Um, And until then, Godspeed. Hey, and pull the pin after you get on Pinterest.